It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Yes, 2023 is well underway, isn't it? We are up to Thursday, March the 2nd for 2023 and one of the biggest topics for debates, predictions and analysis, and I guess a way forward, is the housing supply in 2023 and beyond, well beyond, and probably it would sit quite at home in Captain Kirk's logbook talking well into the future. And and yes, I am a Trekkie fan, I admit to that, but housing supply is a talking point right around the country, and we will be talking about it with Asti Mariasmo, who is back with a bit of a look into this very problem with a report that she has done. So good morning, Asti. Are you a Star Trek fan? I am, actually. Just very recently, as of a couple of weekends ago, had what I call an Asti Me Trekkie time. <laughs> Literally watched the three, and I will have to admit, it's the new Star Trek with Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. And I watched three of the Star Trek movies with him in it back to back. And then, of course, in the very first one, you got the local boy, Chris Hemsworth. I know. Do you know what? Because he looked so young. He looks nothing like Thor. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's quite different to Thor, that's for sure. All right, so we have established that you are a Star Trekkie fan. That's good news. Everybody's going to be pleased to hear about that if they are Trekkies like ourselves. (laughs) Now, coming up on Tuesday, as mentioned, uh, it is looming large, another RBA rate rise. So what are you predicting for this? The RBA is not showing any signs of slowing down. And when I say slowing down, I mean whether it's keeping the rate stable or decreasing or cutting the cash rate. They're not showing any signs of that right now. If anything, you know, they are showing signs that there will still be more increases in the cash rate. All right, yes, so that is fast approaching and also fast approaching is Asti's report on the housing supply and we will take a look at that next. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, the other day we were talking about some weird houses that have been built around the world and as a result I received a couple of emails, one from Brendan in Perth who said not to forget about the camera house that was built in New York. This is a house built in the shape of a giant traditional camera. You've got to really wonder if somebody has enough going on in their lives to build a camera house. And Jody in Croydon in Melbourne uh, told me about the crystal house in Dubai, which was designed to resemble a crystal and is made of glass, steel and concrete. So thank you for that. Let's have a look at the birthday calls if you're celebrating for these 2nd of March and by the way if there's any other weird houses that I have missed let me know for today on the birthday calls Daniel Craig 007 is turning 55 our very own Rebel Wilson is turning 43 today Bryce Dallas Howard is 42 Chris Martin from Coldplay is turning 46 and John Bon Jovi is turning 61 today 
It's the main centre forecast. And let's head around the country and have a look at your weather on this Thursday morning. First we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting one or two showers. A little bit unsettled and 27. In Melbourne, another very cloudy day, but it should be mainly dry with 21. In Brisbane, a mainly fine dry day with 31 degrees. And Perth, expecting just a little bit of cloud cover, otherwise sunny and another the scorcher with 37 from first home buyers to property investors and everything in between every morning on the real estate podcast it's the real estate podcast across australia seven days a week and we are back with asti mariasmo from prd as mentioned the housing supply is a real concern throughout the country and asti you have been taking a look into the problem with this uh, rather comprehensive report that that you have released. So what are some of the things that you looked at in particular? We know that we're not the only ones in the world to be facing this issue. The housing supply issue is not specifically Australian. And there are a lot of other countries who have implemented different solutions. And so what we wanted to do was to really look at, okay, so what has other countries done that we haven't done or maybe we haven't done well? And let's see how we can tap into these solutions and evaluate it to see whether or not it will fit the Australian context. And if it does or if it can be modified to the Australian context, then let's strategize and maybe implement some of these housing solutions. You came up with five potential housing supply solutions. Let's take a look briefly at those five potential solutions that you came up with. The first solution, for example, is public-private partnerships, which is generally a long-term agreement between a government body and a private partner, whether it's a private company entity like a developer or sometimes it can be a non-profit entity or community organization. That type of housing supply solutions has been used in a lot of different countries, mostly in Canada and in the U.S., We have some examples in Australia, for example, in Sydney. And what we wanted to have a look at, well, let's evaluate them. How does it impact? Like, what is the impact? Does it impact all of the demographics? Can it be accessed by different demographics or just a specific demographic? What is the investment cost? What is the government regulation requirements? And what is the success rate? So for every single potential solution that we've put forward, we've evaluated weighted them against these five criterias. Okay, so how do interest rate hikes and international migration returning affect the Australian real estate market and what can be done to future-proof that? Basically, with more and more migration coming into Australia, we are going to need more houses. There's nothing else that we can say about that other than the fact that we need more supply. Yes, the higher interest rate might result in some supply going into the market because some people might have, you know, distressed mortgage or they're at a stage where they really cannot hold on to their homes. You know, the RBA has predicted that we will go back to our sort of usual cash rate of just above um, 3.5% by the end of 2024. We have to think medium and long term on how we can actually create more houses for the amount of people that is coming into Australia. 
And one of the other things that you took a look at, Asti, was modular homes. Now, what are the potential advantages and disadvantages of modular homes and how can they be used to increase housing supply throughout the country? Modular homes is something that is used worldwide. And one of the advantages about modular homes, because it is prefabricated, it means that there's less cost. There's also less materials that is needed, less material wastage at the end of it. You don't need a big, massive builder developer company to do it. So there's less labor cost. A lot of the time, modular homes does not need to have residential zoning. And that's one of the big issues that we have right now is in many different councils across Australia, there is a lot of red tape when it comes to turning a block of very big, very empty industrial land or commercial land, for example, into residential zoning. You know, it is that sort of like more fast paced, cheaper to build in inverted commas, um, again, because it's like Lego homes. And you can also specify to how you need. So if you have a big family, so for example, then you can actually combine different types or different shapes of modular homes to create a compound almost for all of your families. So that's some of the um, advantages. The disadvantage is that there is some limitations in terms of the structures and like how many types of modular homes there are because it's prefabricated. So it's more difficult if you are wanting sort of like to design your forever ending family home with all of the bells and whistles and you know your own touches and things like that is a little bit more standardized. And what about build to rent? I mean this is something that you looked at in the report. So how does that work as a potential solution for the housing supply problem? Build to rent allows you to rent that particular apartment or that particular house for a longer period of time. It gives that person more security in tenure. Their lease is not always up every 12 months. Build to rent is something that has been used in a lot of different countries, the UK, um, the USA, and the way that it does add to housing supply is in two ways. You can have a stacked build to rent, which is um, apartments. That particular build to rent will add anywhere between between 200 to 300 apartments at a time, or you can have the US style, which is your family built to rent. It's basically small houses, two to three bedrooms, sometimes four. When they say um, they're building 200 built to rents in the USA, more often than not, it's 200 little mini homes. There are some pilot projects in Queensland, more projects in New South Wales and Victoria. But however, in Australia, we've only done the stacked apartment model of build to rent. And a lot of the build to rent is still very much so either studio or one bedroom apartments, which means that it doesn't fit with every single demographic. Whereas the other styles of build to rent that is adopted in different countries has either bigger apartments or small homes next to each other. 
There it is. It's uh, quite a comprehensive report. Uh, Asti, just quickly, if somebody wants to look at the full report, where do they go? How do they get it? So the report is up on the PID website. Um, you can either just go to PID Research and it should be the first report that you see. Or if you just type into Google PID Housing Supply Solutions, um, it should come out and you'll be able to click on it. The report is free for everyone to download, um, so it should be very easy to find. All right, so thank you very much, Asti, as always, for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Thank you so much for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.